This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Three people have died in three separate shack fires across Cape Town overnight. Fire and Rescue spokesperson Theo Lane says one adult male sustained fatal burn wounds when a fire blazed through the Whitsand informal settlement in Atlantis. Lane says at least, at least 10 shacks were gutted in the blaze. He says two other people died in shack fires in Philippi and Kailicha. In Kailicha, uh, we had one structure that was destroyed by fire. It left one adult male. Uh, with fatal burns and one other person displaced. Then in uh, Philippi, uh, late last night, uh, we had one structure that was destroyed and one child died in that fire. Uh, The causes of all the fires are unknown at this stage and the incidents were handed over to the South African Police Service for the investigation. An intoxicated motorist has been arrested after he drove into another motor vehicle on the N1 near Brackenfell this morning. This brings to 20 the number of motorists arrested in the province since the start of the weekend on drunk driving charges. The motorist was allegedly driving against the flow of traffic when the incident occurred. Provincial traffic spokesperson Jacques Mostert says the driver of the other vehicle died on the scene. The accident occurred early this morning on the N1 near Brackenfell when two light motor vehicles collided into each other. The driver of the one vehicle died on the scene and the other driver of the other vehicle was arrested for drunk driving. The effects of a decision by Zimbabwe's war... Apologies for the incorrect soundbite. The effects of a decision by Zimbabwe's war veterans to turn their backs on President Robert Mugabe are still to become clear. In a statement made on Friday, a veterans group denounced Mugabe as a dictator and blamed him for the country's problems. Mugabe's government has described their statement as treasonable and denied that the group represents a majority of liberation war veterans. Until now, the veterans have been among Mugabe's staunchest supporters. Harare economist Eddie Cross discusses the turnaround. This is a bit of a stunning development. I don't think any of us anticipated this move at all. They've come out and they've stated that they are breaking with the governing party and they've stated that they will contest the next elections in the opposition. It's quite a stunning turnaround of events. And finally, the elite presidential guard in Turkey is to be disbanded after nearly 300 of its members were detained following last week's failed coup attempt. In a speech on national television, the president has said more than 13,000 people have been arrested over the plot to topple him. Steve Jackson reports. President Erdogan's far-reaching purge of state institutions is continuing. The Presidential Guard consisted of some 2,500 of the country's best-trained soldiers, but it will now be abolished. Among the thousands of people in detention is Halis Hanji, captured on Saturday. He's said to be a key aide to the US-based cleric Fethullah Gulen, who's accused by Mr Erdogan of orchestrating the coup. Although Mr Gulen strongly denies any involvement, the Turkish government is ratcheting up the rhetoric against him. Turkey's EU minister said the cleric was more dangerous than Osama bin Laden or the Islamic State group. For Good FM News, I'm Sherlyn Barnes.